What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. In the newsroom, I'm Michael Barney. Here's your top story. Food trucks have been approved by the South Haven City Council for 2023. The vote Monday followed several months of debate on the issue. They'll be allowed to operate year-round. Assistant City Manager Griffin Graham says the Planning Commission made no changes to the plan that was up for a vote. There is a zoning ordinance amendment that would need to be adopted, a a regulatory code ordinance that would need to be adopted, and then a resolution um, that would set the fee and the maximum number of permits. The food trucks will be allowed to operate seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m., the city will allow 10 licenses for the trucks. Van Buren County joining several townships in opposing plans for a consumer's energy project that would build 20 miles of new power lines between Manhattan and Lawrence. The high voltage above ground transmission line would run across various residential, agricultural, and parklands that's been upsetting many residents. The county's committee of the whole agreed, passing a resolution against the project. Consumers has rejected less intrusive routes for the power line, example adjacent to the I-94 corridor or along the existing line, and opted for a route that will burden Van Buren County residents in the short term, but also affect residential home values and trees and vegetation for years to come. Consumers says the new corridor construction will clear up to 80 feet of trees on either side of the lines and build a new substation near the Lawrence Crandall Business Park in Lawrence. The company is expecting forestry work to begin in 2024. Holtec International, the owner of the Palisades Nuclear Power Plant, has been meeting with the Nuclear Regulatory Commission as it prepares to submit an application to restart the facility. Holtec's Patrick O'Brien tells us while the company seeks more than a billion-dollar loan from the U.S. Department of Energy to restart the plant, they also need to get NRC approval. We have a license associated with the facility. And, you know, traditionally when we shut down, you put in a letter of permanent cessation of operations that says that the plant shut down. This is really kind of discussing with them how we get through allowing the, the plant to restart and reoperate under the existing license. Holtec and the NRC met Monday for the first step. NRC spokesperson Scott Brunell tells us Holtec has not submitted a formal application, so there's nothing for the NRC to decide at this point. However, Holtec does have to lay out its vision for the restart of Palisades. It would be a unique situation. There hasn't been any other instance where a nuclear power plant that permanently shut down ever received permission to restart. So what Holtec is going to do is lay out the steps that it thinks would be appropriate to try to get that permission. Brunel says it would take a year or longer for any Palisades reactivation to come together if all goes as Holtec is hoping. A repaving project for I-94 in Berrien County has been delayed Michigan Department of Transportation spokesman Nick Sharippa tells us the plan is to repave the highway between Stevensville and Benton Harbor while repairing or rebuilding 11 bridges and doing upgrades to on-ramps and exits. The work was to start this year and be finished in 2025, but Sharippa says the finish date is now pushed back to 2026. Part of the problem is increased costs. Everything has gone up significantly over the past couple of years. We're seeing pretty large increases in bids. We're not sure what that project cost will be. What a better idea. Late summer, early fall, when we have the project out for bid. The original estimated cost for the project was $153 million. Ben Harbor City Commissioners have voted to use $2.1 million of federal ARPA funds to give residents a break on their water bills. The city commission last night authorized the second round of utility assistance to people who are behind. Commissioner Edward Isom 
says this comes out of the Personnel and Finance Committee. The recommendation to provide all city Ben Harbor households with an active utility account, a second utility credit of $700 to help offset the negative financial impact of the coronavirus pandemic that affects all city utility customers. Item says the money is for the people and this will give them relief. Mayor Marcus Muhammad said 47% of households in the city are behind their water bills by at least $700. 17% are behind between $500 and $699. 29% are $300 to $499 behind. The city has to shore up the utility fund after a couple of years of residents not paying their water bills. Now that virtually all of the lead service lines have been replaced or confirmed lead-free, it's time for bills to be paid again. In the newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.